want you to know a need that a man has that he won't ever tell you about. But since I'm the preacher man, I'll say it. Your man needs an attractive wife. Well, anybody else thinks about Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Your man needs, a, needs an attractive wife. A hockey player said, he said, I married a trophy wife, but now she looks like the Stanley Cup. You see what I'm talking about? That's what I'm talking about. All right? That's what I'm talking about. And, and ladies here, here's the thing you need to know about men. Don't give him a reason to be like this distracted boyfriend. You hear me? Don't give him a reason to be looking around. Hello? All right. Normally we wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't, I didn't even want to waste my time with this, but we happened to be sitting down here one day and I was just, uh, Alan Parr had posted a video. Which we will link in the description because yes. <laughs> you thought that beginning was cringeworthy. You should hear the rest of it. Yeah. And, and Alan Parr posted a, uh, a, um, a reaction video to this and now there's been many since but i saw his first and, and uh it's good i mean he has a great job yeah it was good and, yeah. and i'm you know i mean i was just annoyed at it and just kind of rolling my <laughs> eyes and uh, heidi's like we should podcast about that i was like why would we podcast about like like who cares <laughs> like this is like this guy is a idiot um but she thought it might be good, and then she kind of talked me into it. So that was courtesy of Pastor Stephen, or Stuart, rather, Alan Clark. Uh, he's a, well, he was, he is currently on leave, but he is a, uh, a Baptist minister. Uh, I'm not, I think Missouri, out of Missouri, I'm pretty sure he's out of Missouri. And he wasn't like a big name pastor, this video just happened to go viral. Is that yeah. what it is? Or did he have a large following? Before no, him? no, it was, okay. it's not a very large following. I mean, it's, you know, it's your typical, yeah. you know, decent sized church. But then somehow along the grapevine of all the algorithms of the internet, his video made got it, picked up and now it. everybody's. And yeah. that was the, what, what you just had to suffer through was just a clip of it. And um, maybe you want to go, you know, if you want to go watch Alan Parr's and then come back and finish listening or whatever. But the, the long story short of it is he starts going through this sermon. This is like a legit Sunday sermon to his congregation talking about what women should look like and should be doing. And he's like, I'm the preacher man, so I'll just go ahead and lay it straight for y'all right here type of a thing. And starts going down and just like... Oh my gosh, there's so much. So, and the, our point isn't necessarily to break down his sermon, but just to have that conversation then of so, okay. Yeah, the, this isn't about his sermon. It's just, I guess, just about but that's the topic. Because what, what was your off. question that came from? Well, because he even starts going into, you know, we all can't have that trophy wife. We all can't have Melania Trump, you know, and he starts like, and you hear guys like cracking up <laughs> laughing in yeah. the, you know, the audience of like, yeah, we can't all have a Melania Trump on our arm, you know, dang it. You know, I've got my wife over here in her PJs and I don't get a parade around that, you know, and he starts going into how women, you know, it is your job to look good and you should be the prettiest girl in the room and your husband should get to be proud to walk around with you on his arm and, you know, like... Well, he almost... ends up saying that women tend to gain weight after marriage and they tend to let themselves go and he, I mean, this guy goes like full pig. <laughs> 
Oh, he goes on to the point that, you know, kind of like, like lifting up his buddy who set a weight limit on his wife. And if she ever hits that weight or goes above it, he gets the right to divorce her because he doesn't want a woman who weighs more than that. You know, I mean, he literally as bad as you think it could get. It does get. And he goes through it all like no apologies, no nothing. Women, this is what it is. Bible says so. Make sure you look good. You should be almost fighting amongst one another to see who can look the best because if you don't look good, your husband's going to start looking around somewhere else to find what God wired him to be looking for. Pretty cringy. So you best look good or your husband's going to, you know, find somewhere else to go take care of what he needs to. And that's on you for not looking better is essentially like, I'm not kidding. The message that he is giving there's from church, from the pulpit on just this one video, there's 300 and not Alan Parr's, but the video of this guy's sermon, sermon, it's 353, likes and 1.2 thousand dislikes but the fact that there's 353 likes on there (laughs) that makes me nervous and as you're listening you guys like i you hear guys cracking up laughing clapping you know whatever i can only imagine the death stares going on from the women like but it was it it, like i can't imagine how horrible dude is in no position to be making comments about letting themselves go now he's not you know i don't mean that in in um you know a retaliation manner back no, but to you're him not because we don't at... i'm not you know i you, you don't that's not the correct way to go about it and that's not what i'm saying but like you're you know you should definitely not you know don't open your mouth and say something like that basically if you're in no i mean you should be in no position to say so anyway because i mean as a true christian you never look at anybody including your own spouse through the eyes of, well, I think that you should look like this. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's the most superficial thing that, you know, in the world and it's ridiculous. And of course there's, there's a certain, uh, you know, bit of, of superficial, um, you know, nature to humans. Of course, you know, we're, we have attractions to each other, you know, like I, I thought you were cute. You know, you thought I was cute. So mm-hmm. we got, yeah, that's a huge you know, part like of it. That, that's a huge yeah. part of it. But not only did I think you were cute, but I love you. So yeah. that love encompasses everything. And I love you no matter what. It doesn't matter what you look like. No, I don't want you to purposely, you know, like he, he did make just... a comment in the sermon where, you know, because he some said, of the points he makes, there's are a couple correct. little thing, yes. little tiny things in there that are correct. But like in the context, he's using them like the couple correct points. Don't, don't even and like yeah, at the anymore, beginning. Right? He says something about he's like, you know, I don't I don't you men don't need a wife that look like she's going out to Walmart all the time. And I'm like, I agree with that. I've said that before in podcasts. But at I mean, the same time, not, a broke clock like, is right twice a day. So exactly. It, it takes so, away. Exactly. From... So, I mean, there's there's going to be a couple things that he says that are going to be true, whether it's, you know, on topic or not. But um, he 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 mentions that. And I'm like, OK, you know, you don't want to purposely let yourself go. I don't want you like staining Cheetos and, you know, like that. OK. Um, but you know, there's, there's so many natural things that happen with life as, as Alan pointed out in his video, he mentioned, you know, metabolism slows down, um, you know, health, you, health having uh, kids, I mean, pain, your kids, kids, I mean, all sorts <laughs> of things happen. 
And we are, I think, scripturally, you know, we see in, in, in Proverbs and we see in, in Ecclesiastes and these things, we see that aging in, in these things, you know, they, they come with, you know, stuff changes, stuff does, it <laughs> happens. And, and, but you know, you roll along with it and you love and, and honor and cherish no matter what. So this dude. So you know what I really want to do here, though? Because we have been a couple for 20 years getting ready in May to celebrate our 17th uh, wedding anniversary, right? So I'd say we've been together for a hot minute. We've been together mm-hmm. for a bit, okay? And we have gone through many changes, many discussions, many high points, low points, you know, all of the things. So let's just have a candid conversation on this. This is when I, why I wanted to have this conversation because I feel like many people are going to hear that type of a sermon, that type of, well, it shouldn't be a sermon, but that type of a topic, right? right. But then it's like, okay, but where does this all fall? But at the same point, I know there's many men, especially who don't necessarily want to come out and publicly talk on this topic because (laughs) every woman's going to freak out and be really mad at you. So since I am a girl, I feel like that gives a little bit of like, and I didn't like, I am doing this podcast against my own will. You really are. But I feel like it's a good conversation to have where we can say, Hey ladies, let's talk about this because there are some harsh realities that I feel like are culture right in this don't shame anyone you know what I mean like there are some harsh realities that are I think needing to be said but there's also a lot of grace that that type of thinking isn't showing and so I think it would be cool for us just to have kind of a candid conversation because there are important points to this to talk about and to look at not that we're trying to shame anyone to put women in their place or to just hate on the men and rag on it either because there are some very valid points essentially to the point that that guy was trying to make again broke clock is right twice a day it's not that in the context that he was using most of those things they were actually true but like technically yes on a few points you know you kind of had a point so well like we've talked about before and you're you've done your biblical womanhood stuff yeah there's a certain aspect of that that's biblical yes but i think i made the comment to you um the other day and i was like see this is the problem i kind of have with Lori alexander too those because i believe that it feeds her attitude feeds this type of behavior now i don't i don't mean to make her responsible for what this guy said yes but it's that type of attitude that we have that 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 type of of thing that Lori is teaching what's wrong with my mic honey no it was down you moved it up and now it's better so sorry sorry now i'm louder She's like giving me the sign of freaking out. <laughs> no, but right, Lori um, Alexander talks a lot about biblical yeah. womanhood, right? But then you have the people like she actually, in most points, not if you would have talked to her one-on-one and had her truly break it down, but like that line of thinking leans more toward his way of right. always be looking like a trophy wife, right. always be on point, ready for every intimate anything your husband ever wants at every given time, no matter what, you have no opinion, you have no say, just please your husband 24 seven, nothing else matters. 
right? Yeah, like which, essentially people which are like, yeah. I've, like I said, I've heard her answer these questions. Like yeah. somebody had asked her, she goes, well, what if I wake up? I'm like, she goes, I'm not really comfortable with this, but I wake up sometimes and my husband's like just doing his thing, you know, and I'm like waking up to it and I'm like, what are you uh, doing? Excuse, like, what like, can we talk about this? Like yeah. maybe, you know, at least give me a kiss first. You know, something like, and Lori answered the question, like, well, why is there a problem with it? Like, why you have an issue with it? If that's what he wants, give it to him. And I'm like, that you're literally, you're, I mean, like, you can take that to an extreme and say that you're almost okay with a, a certain form of rape. Yeah. And... Which she says there is no such thing. Right, as, and, and, and I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that I agree with her on that. I think that it is, and I think... Like I said, at least is in, I mean, if you have a relationship where you're like, honey, sometimes I just wake up in the middle of the night and I need to do my thing and, and she's okay, cool, fine. I'm asleep. I don't care, you know, or whatever. Like if you have this, this relationship with it, okay, then no big deal. But, um, I think anything out of consensual thing like that, that would be considered rape. And I, you know, I'm not okay with that. And I believe that this is the type of, um, you know, the type of thing that leads to that attitude. So because yeah, scripture not, does say, again, I don't mean to blame her or, or even what she, what she just said, answering that question, not lumping her, in not lumping her him. into this guy. Cause I would, you know, I would hold her obviously on the side of being more biblically solid than anything Absolutely, yes. and not, <laughs> yeah. not, you know, meaning, but it's just things. that line of thinking but, kind of yeah. that track that gets you there or yeah. can get you. And there. I guess this is where my problem with the biblical womanhood stuff was from the beginning. Yes. Cause I'm like, you know, which, which not 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 your problem with biblical womanhood. No, you're, you're right. Your problem yeah, with you where that. some people take teaching biblical womanhood, right? right? It's the same line of thinking that you submit to your husband above all. So even if he doesn't want you involved in church very much, or he's taking you to something that isn't biblically right. solid, you right. do it to make him happy and be a good submissive wife. No, right. you no, submit no, no, to no. the Lord above all. Right. <laughs> and then that falls into that. So I think it's just a worthwhile conversation though, to say, Hey, well, let's stop and look at some of these things. Like where does this fall? Because just as much as scripture states that women, our bodies are no longer ours, but they are our husbands, right? Sure. Um, keep reading. It says, husbands, right. your bodies, bodies are no women. longer your own. They are your wives. So you are to love me as you love yourself, as I am to love you as I love myself. It is a perfect partnership. Right. So as much as my body is yours, to do with what you want, your body is as much mine to do with what I want, right? So there's that that consensual thing of, hey, it is important to have a conversation and say, hey, husband. And remember, guys, let me just clarify this. When we say, you know, man and woman here, you are married. So this doesn't apply to your boyfriend. This doesn't apply literally to anyone else. It applies to your spouse and your spouse alone. Like there is no in-between at all. Anything outside of that is fornication. That is very bad. Um, but when you talk about this and you say that, it's like as much as I need to understand what you desire being my spouse, you have to understand just as much me and what I desire, right? And, and that's that point that this guy was totally going over saying, hey, you do this, end of story. Like there's literally nothing else to talk about. 
Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. I mean, I don't... And, and the fact of wanting... Uh, wanting this to... I'm, I'm trying to be careful with my words here <laughs> because um, this is a very sensitive topic. Um, I don't know. I guess this just goes back to what I was saying with this respect, like you were, you were saying, I mean, it's, it's, it's your co-partners in this together and you, you each have equal duty to one another, but you should, that comes along with understanding and you should, I like, like for instance, like you, like, I don't even, I, I can't even think of a, a standard that I would have for you. Well, <laughs> like, we kind of talked about this, right? He's talking like, about I weight and I'm like, like Brandon and I have been together since I was 14 and he was 17. We've been together for a very long time. I kind of laughed and I was like, honey, I could not weigh what I weighed when we first got together. If my life but depended on it. But I don't want you. Like, and that's I what don't he said. He was like, like, oh my gosh, don't ever you. weigh that much no, again. No, I mean, you were t- <laughs> like, we were talking about that. And then like looking at old pictures of you and stuff, like with us, I'm like, you were tiny. Yeah. And I'm like. I, that's not going to happen again. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that be you know like i don't know maybe i just like you better that you're older (laughs) but like i don't you know i mean obviously at the time i suppose it was nice but i don't you know i don't even remember anything of that and i know that there's not i i know that i like you better now than i see pictures of you back then i go (laughs) oh no you're too skinny you look like a rail look at you i know well okay so let's talk about it like what is because I feel like there's two sides to this, what you physically look like. So let's just talk and about again. What if you're skinny and you can't help it, that doesn't mean you're disgusting. That somebody oh, thinks you're beautiful. Yes. That does not. No. I mean, that again. I don't want you to either. think that. That's just my for for you're our just relationship. You're being awesome and not shaming me for the fact that I weigh much more now. Than oh I did lord! When we I got mean, together. like I don't. I, I mean, that would be ridiculous for me to do so. I don't understand why that's an issue. Maybe it's just because. That's you okay, know, but I, I just, think there's two uh, sides to this, okay? And and I'm just gonna come out and say it, being the girls. So like, gals listening to this, like I love y'all, but let's be for real and just have a honest conversation here. There is a difference between looking different than you did when maybe you first got together, oh, or yeah. maybe you did at one point. There is a difference between hey, life happens. You have kids, you get older, health issues come up, wh- wh- whatever the case may be. I have no idea, it's right? between that and I have to get an electric car at Walmart. There's a difference between that. And I've totally just let myself go. And yeah. I think, again, because what is the difference here? The difference is, is it comes down to the heart of the matter. And the difference is, is just letting yourself go. Maybe it started off as a health issue. It started off as, you know, having multiple kids. It started off as whatever it was. There's a difference between, hey, things change, and I've just completely let myself go. I don't care. It doesn't concern me. It's too much work to, you know, get off my booty, to exercise, to eat better, to take care of myself, right? There's a difference between the two. There Mm -hmm. just honestly is. And that's where I think when you look at it, hey, if my body is yours, yes, I, it is important to give your husband the best of yourself, right? It is important to just not, you know, 
slounge around the house in your nasty sweats and an old stained up shirt. But hey, if I'm getting ready to go out to, you know, Starbucks and Hobby Lobby with my girlfriends, I'm going to put on some makeup, do my hair and look real cute. Because mm-hmm. that's a heart issue. That is a problem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if you're getting ready to go do that and you get all nice and dolled up, but yet your husband just gets you every day in ratty old sweats and, you know, your hair tied up on top of your head, like, that's an issue. That's a problem. Yeah, and that's where you do you do have that attitude where you have to understand that, hey, this is something, like, you know, you are the one thing. I mean, we know that lust and all these things are a problem for guys and, and you know, all throughout Scripture. And men are and, visual and people. Men are like, vi- that is and, true. And, and more visual than women. Some women are, but most, I think, by and large, women are not as visual as men are. And, again, that's not a firm statement. No. <laughs> not across no. the board. If Everybody not, calm you're down. Like, that's not me. <laughs> I know. That's, that's so... Anyway. Um... You know, I think that's where you need to understand, regardless of what you think. And I've answered this question a lot sure, to a lot of people before because yep. I've actually had it. And I'm like, well, don't don't take anything away from your husband just because of what you perceive about yourself. A lot of times I think women are more concerned about what they think their husbands think about them than what yes. they actually do. And so that 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 whatever goes into your head about what you think that we think about you stops you from doing things that we actually would enjoy so like you don't want to let your husband see you in any you know unflattering way you're like oh gosh you know i got oh because in my mind i'm thinking about what my stomach looked like when we first got together versus Versus what it looks like now and i'm like i am disgusting oh my gosh he does not want to see any of this but no and that's not something that i even see because that's something that i mean i literally just don't think about it i guess and like even just sitting here now thinking about it, I go, well, yeah. And you're also not the same person that you were when we right. first got together. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of growth While that's like a, oh my gosh, you know, things sag a bit now. Things do this. Things do that. I am hideous. You know what I mean? Like, well, I may be thinking these things. You're like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that's yeah, not no. At all and, where I, I mean, was going. We're not thinking that. And so... Those things will will change the way that you go about things, and therefore that's taking something, and that, and that's that's not right, and that's something that is an issue. Like you don't, you shouldn't do that because guys have this one shot at at having this, and if we're supposed to do this correct biblically, our lust is supposed to be, you know, our eyes are supposed to be for our wives. So this is what we get. If you're constantly hiding everything, like my eyes and, and my appetite is supposed to be fed completely in you. Yeah. And so if you're denying, if you're your denying husband that, that, that is very much. And I, that's why Paul very much stresses how much sexual temptation is an issue. Yeah. This is why he mentions is. these things, yeah. because even for the most Christian of guys, if you're being like this Christian wife, then it's going to, that makes no excuse for action on your husband's mm-hmm. part. But what you are doing is putting your husband in a position that's, that you shouldn't be putting him in. You, you're putting him in a position to sin. And that's not to, 
that's not to put that all on you because this could be back and forth. And that's but that two-sided part of this we have to understand. Right. And if you're, but if you're purposely doing something, you know, holding off on something or, or holding something over his head, be, you know, with power or something like that's, that's not, a recipe for disaster. That And that's not okay. Scripturally, that's not what we're told. And for guys, you, that's something that you do need more and i do like you know i I do need you to be somewhat attractive to me i don't need you to look like i don't have a certain standard of that but give me the best like you said give me the best out of what you got well which is funny that he uses melania trump as the example because trump's cheated on her (laughs) but it's yeah right i mean she could be the most so you can be be the most gorgeous amazing and your husband could still like so and for the record i don't think that she's all that pretty. yeah no we're not saying i mean not that she's ugly she is very pretty but i don't think she's all that pretty. that's not your what what you like i'm sorry i don't measure up to her is not the conversation here but i think that's that hard point of like there is a truth to the side of if you are going to let yourself go, never present the best of what you have to offer to your husband um, and, and not even consider what it is that he wants and desires and would like from you, that can lead to a very bad place. But at the same time, it is not solely my responsibility to always look gorgeous no. and be like every fantasy you've ever wanted to try to keep you from just going. Because if I loosen my rein a little bit, you're just going to go out and have a million affairs and do whatever you want because God right, made you yeah, that way and there's no the way other. to stop it. Yeah. That's not true either. No. You know, but I think that is such an important thing to stop and realize. But most, most women, I feel, are not standing up saying, hey, have a conversation with your husband. What does he like you to wear? What does he want in your intimate, you know, relationships? Does he like when you wear makeup? How does he like your hair? You know, th- those are all conversations that, I mean, I know I did a couple of years ago in our biblical womanhood study where I said, well, ask your husband these things because you and I have had this conversation many <laughs> times. You know, right? Some of those answers were hilarious. Yeah, they really were. <laughs> we're because gonna... they did. And like the husbands were like, are you tricking me? Uh, is this like, a am I really question? supposed to answer this question? Well, and I'm excited because this summer in my um, collective on YouTube, we're going to do a huge like very long, very in-depth biblical womanhood series again. And I am so excited to touch on it again because there's just so much awesomeness here. But to ask your spouse, you know, hey, what what do you like? I shared my story. You have wanted me to wear dresses our entire 20-year relationship, right? And I was never a dress person. It wasn't until a few years ago when I was like, okay, I'm going to start wearing more dresses. Now that I started that, I'm like, I was such a sucker. Why have I not been wearing dresses? Because <laughs> it's so much more comfortable. Nothing hangs on my like but parts I never that was I like, don't want. You know? you no, 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 no. I just finally was like, you know what? That's what he really wants. And now I'm like, man, I should have listened to you a long time ago because I'm totally digging dresses. But um, now I put on pants and I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> these are immodest and I don't like it and whatever. But, you know, but have those conversations. You and I have had that where it's like, and the same for you, where, you know, you've had certain things and I'm like, will you please stop wearing that? Like if you could not wear that one thing, that yeah. I would love that, right? Like if I could never have to see a pair of basketball shorts again, my life would be complete, you know? But to sit down and have those conversations, you know, I don't think it is unfair, you know, you and I have our like. Meanwhile, I go to bed in basketball. Shorts. No, 
but that's but that's the point. Like, there's a difference between, hey, I'm getting ready for bed. I'm putting on my comfy clothes. Then wearing them all the time. Then yeah. that's what you see me wear all day, every day long. Right. But I think that's a conversation that we all should have, and not just once, but have from time to time with our spouse of like, hey, I'm going to give you my best. So every day, you and I both, the pre-pandemic lockdown, you know, we work, we've worked from home for over the past decade. So we could essentially live in sweatpants 24-7 and never get out. I mean, we could get away with showering once a month like it was no problem, <laughs> honestly, because everything we do revolves out of our home anyways. So we could get away with all of those things. We still, both of us, get up every morning we are showered, dressed, ready for the day, right? Regardless of the fact that we aren't going anywhere <laughs> at any point and it's just us at home, you still get up and dressed every day. I get up and dressed. Like we still present the best of what we have to offer to one another. Do we look like we did 20 years ago? Do we, right? We could go down the list of all those things. Oh, no, absolutely no. not. But we still both get up and present the best of what we have to give to one another each day, right? And we both have, you know, and some days we'll be like, hey, is it cool? We both want to swap into like our comfy clothes a little early. Yep. Yes, we do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's go put on our fat pants, sit on the couch. You know what I mean? Like we, we have that and, and that's okay because we have that communication there. But there's a big difference when, you know, we start letting ourselves go. We don't worry about the fact that we look slummy and crummy or, mm -hmm. or the fact that we don't even take that time to ask, hey, yeah, what do you care? Yeah. What do you care about? Maybe your husband doesn't care if you sit in sweats all day long. I don't know. Ask him. You know what I mean? Like, but if I said, hey, honey, I'm just going to wear sweats all day every day, you, I don't think would be very happy with that. Yeah, I think for guys, if you're sitting around in sports gear all day and your wife's like, hey, I would like you to like, like dress nice. Do you nice. own real clothes? Dress, like, yeah, like dress <laughs> like an adult. Like, I mean, we don't. Yeah, can I see you, know, you look like an adult? We don't need to, to be completely petty with it and put, you know, labels on it. But I mean, dress like an adult. We, this is the other thing too, is I think, I, I mean, saying i mean i still dress like you know a, a young person i suppose um <laughs> i i just well retroly but I, I mean no i mean even as i'm getting older now i mean things are getting a lot more plainer and a lot more plaid yeah yeah you really are <laughs> like it happens i think as you get old um you just go naturally you turn plaid you turn plaid and just plain mm -hmm. um but i mean you know for the for the you know, dudes that are rolling around all day in a football jersey and like basketball, you know, like basketball shorts. It's like, come on. You is know, that what your wife wants? Have really you like, even well, asked just, her? Is it really that much to put on a pair of pants and a button up? Like, is yeah. it, you know, it doesn't kill you. Um, you might even look nice. You know, you might even look <laughs> a little nice, you know, like maybe you won't, you know, look like you're 20 and then your wife won't expect you to look like you were when you're 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that um, is a fair point. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, like you're still dressing like it, but you don't look like it. Um, no, I, 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 you know, I think we have a, a lot of different things that you could do. Like you said, I think for us guys i think it's easiest because like you said i mean we throw on a pair of back basketball shorts a dirty t-shirt and and hair's all messed up we don't care you know yeah these types of things it's like the simplest little things that you can do for your wife you know and, but i think women too also have to get rid of that standard that they think that everybody you know can look like you know whoever it is in hollywood who's popular at the time 
um, well, all the time. I mean, that's just an unrealistic it. expectation, and nobody really looks like that. Heck, I mean, you know me. Um, we both, you know, know about where I, I mean, I love fighting in, in oh, UFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you can't find any more in shape, tone, you know, just guys on the planet than UFC fighters. Sure. And that's literally their job. They can, you know, yeah. they have to, when they fight. You see <laughs> those guys they when they're in between camps. In between dude, training totally camps story. and stuff. <laughs> these dudes, they look like normal people. Like they don't walk around with washboard abs and stuff. Like yeah. they got a little bit of a, you know, I mean, not to say that it's okay and you can be healthy and everything, but I mean, it's, and not be healthy. A lot of them do stay healthy and everything, but still most of them, you know, they, they don't hold themselves to that standard consistently. So yeah. if, if, uh, you know, somebody that's a top tier athlete doesn't even do that. Now, granted, they can take a week and, and completely cleanse themselves and get back in shape. Like, um, you know, sure. so quick, it's not even funny, but that like we're talking about though, that's not good for your body no, at no, all. We're not recommending this. <laughs> not recommending anyone. that at all. But they don't, my point was, is they don't hold themselves to that standard all the time. And they even know it. They know, okay, I know that I am what some would call look good. Cause I mean, some people honestly don't like, I, I mean, I've been instructed that some people don't like the complete muscular look. I, okay. That's, that's, I guess I to each creepy. his own supposedly, but, um, that's, um, you know, so if, if I don't know where I was going with that, how do you help me out? <laughs> so what is it that you're looking for? I think is what you're trying to get to right in someone, because yes, there's a right. difference between taking care of yourself and then just becoming, because that's the other thing, because then your idolatry becomes in working out and eating, right. You know, you become this fitness idol of all of the things. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's what your spouse is trying to convey or, you know, go for in this either. Yeah. And I don't think, yeah, like you should, you just shouldn't hold them up to look like that. I mean, that's just a ridiculous standard for, um, a a guy to have to do. So I think your eyes though have to be taken off of the superficial though. And like, you know how, well, I guess it's hard to say, but there's again, cause I want to be careful with my words. You, how even if somebody you know how we used to say you know oh she's she's gained a lot of weight but she's still very pretty yeah like or you can tell on her face she was pretty yeah yeah or you would say something like that and it's like okay that's the type of superficial garbage that you need to get past yeah that person is pretty no matter what you don't know what exact battle this person has had and this person is a beautiful person so you need to get rid of that superficial aspect of it so i think even in marriage when that comes from like you, I thought when we first got together, you were super pretty and you are still super pretty now. But my view on just thinking you're pretty hasn't changed based off of any set standards. Like, you know, you, I think you have gone through a point where you did gain more weight than you have ever weighed in your life. Yeah. And I didn't have a problem with you then. You were the one that was and the only reason why I know this or say this is because you constantly would tell me I weigh more than I ever have in my life and I look horrible. You must hate me. You would say these things and I'm like, I I really don't. I, I have no <laughs> issue with how you look right now. Like they're zero. I mean, 
okay, I, you know, it's, it's just, that's how, that's how we should look at it because I'm not looking at the superficial things and noticing the things that you're saying. You're saying things sag more than they normally do. Well, okay, that's par for the court. I don't even think about that. That's like saying, well, yeah, you have gray hair now. Well, yeah, we, as we get older, we gray. That's part of it. Like, <laughs> we can you know? all see. Thank you. Well, but my, I think. As, as I get older, my tastes are changing. Yeah. I don't want you to look like you did when you were 17. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have any desire for that. And if you do, I think that's a, 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 a desire that uh, a male has that's probably unhealthy i mean that's that that's probably indicative of a, a some sort of sexual um you know uh deficiency issue or something there because again when you're moving because, into a deeper heart issue yeah right? you're like why would you not want you know why would you not want to grow old with your wife and admire your wife you know getting older well i because... think you're getting prettier as you're getting older maybe i'll feel different when we're 80 maybe i do like me. that 30 year old you, know, you like, a little better maybe we're a little different then but like well but i think there's but again with that because it's like and this is where i feel like it's a hard topic because there isn't just like a one straight shot across the board answer because on one hand is it okay for your spouse to come up to you and go hey yeah, can we maybe you you know what I mean like is your spouse allowed to bring up uh areas of concern to question. you right I think I think the only answer to that question would be if there is some sort of of sin attributed to that that person's weight gain if that makes sense or or whatever it may be so so if you are just truly meaning if you're the sin would be gluttony yeah like gluttony. are you sitting there like eating like little debbies like and and just like just fueling yourself consistently and, and there's not, and a not exercising issue. yeah there's, there's not no, something you know, there you're truly letting yourself duck and donuts and yeah. you know all these we're doing all of these like things. you're truly letting yourself go with no concern then can you're, you're doing spouse, it can you be like your spouse? um you know hey you should eat healthy and you're this is not let's do it together good. you know i'm now, concerned about you right now are you do you have a thyroid issue a health issue some sort of physical issue that is keeping you and and is causing you to is there some sort of even um I, you know for women specifically weight gain and depression go hand in hand oh yeah hormone so, imbalance it's crazy so if you are an understanding husband and you understand that you have a wife that has depression you're not going to blame her you're going to understand her depression and not look at her weight gain so yeah. it's never okay to say hey you're going okay well this is part of her depression and i know plenty of women who have depression that have weight gain and as a result of depression yep. that doesn't mean that it's okay for you to sit and just mull and, and, and just eat like a glutton like we just talked about exactly but there's a certain truth to having depression that that slows your everything down that no matter what you do you're not going to really lose anything or or, or you know there's there's a certain truth to that and I know many of, I mean, personal friends that, that have this, that that's never should be an issue, that that should be something that you're understanding. Obviously, you don't want to see that person become so, you know, large or small. I keep saying large, but we've got to say small, small too. Small as well, absolutely, Because this yeah. is, there's another extreme to this that we don't ever talk about. There's yep. too small and too unhealthy. And me personally, 
One thing that I've seen become popular over the past, I'd say, 20 years that has become increasingly popular is this this cheekbones oh, yeah. and, and define like like almost like like deficient looking look that's considered healthy. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that that's defined cheekbones are considered healthy. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm so and, skinny and, and, and I'm sunken so skinny in and that, sunken yeah. in that my cheekbones are showing that that's healthy. And and that's like the defining look for health right now is even if somebody is in decent health, they've got, you know, the I, I, I hate to just define it as cheekbones. I, I think No, I think we I kind mean. of get that that conveyed look. But just... oh, in, in the super tiny waist, you know, that has absolutely like looks like you're going to snap. You know, moment. like the the body is built naturally to have a little bit of body fat around these areas. You're not meant to have these completely overworked and overtoned. Number one, it's not good for the muscles. Number two, it's just, it's not, it's not what was intended. You're not supposed to be, you know, obviously, if you know, whatever, but it's not. And so this popular look that's come over for the past, you know, whatever, like, I think that is disgusting. I think we are seeing, Something that is not, and I mean, um, you know, women that are uh, trying to achieve these tiny little waists and everything's all perfect and tight and everything. Or just sitting around and avoiding letting your husband get close to you because you're not that image in your head that you think you should be in order for him to truly think you're pretty. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's, that's not something that you should do, period. I mean, you know no matter what you think and no matter really how uncomfortable it is. Yeah. That's something that you need to get over because to have a healthy Christian marriage, this is something that the guy does need and cannot, you know, doesn't matter what you think. If he is attracted to you and if he tells you that he is attracted to you, then believe him and, and don't, you know, don't hold anything back because of your own perceptions. But, but that's the hard part of it, again, is is we're not saying that if you don't look on point, that perfect trophy wife for your husband, then that gives him a go-ahead to go and be sinful. That's not the truth. Or Absolutely for women not. as well. But at the same point, just remembering that, yes, there is a healthy level there of communicating with one another about how you look. Maybe you need to make goals together to get healthier, right? Asking about what you would like from one another. You know, how do you want this to go? An open line of communication, as awkward and uncomfortable as it can most certainly maybe most always be. Maybe her way is doing it of doing it is the best where you're just like, sorry, I'm fat and you hate me. <laughs> That's like what you go and say. That's literally what you say. And I go, what? I, I didn't think any of these things. Like, I have no problem with you. So, like, maybe that's a good way to go about it. If you, you want to be awkward, just, like, automatically go with your worst assumptions at him. Like, oh, but then if you're crushed, if you're like, he's like, yeah, you need to. Mm. But, see, that's where you shouldn't. That's where these things and the understanding needs to come well, from. Well, because there's on that, that one too. point of it. There, There's one pastor who I won't name specifically because it's not that we're recommending him. But he made that comment. And he said, hey, I don't care what yeah, I he agree looked with this. like I when you got say. together. 
So maybe now you need to redefine what it is that you're into. So your husband, did he gain some weight, lose some hair? Well, guess what? You are now attracted to and into men who have lost a little hair and gained a little weight, right? So like maybe that's not what your spouse looked like when you got together or when they were at their prime or whatever your case may be. Guess what? What they look like now, that's what you are into. <laughs> Let, let's redefine that. But at the same point, I think it is, again, just worthwhile to say, are you giving your spouse the best of what you have to offer? Are you taking care of yourself just for your own health? Again, not to make it an idol of fitness, an idol of whatever, but are you taking care of yourself, right? That's a worthwhile thing to do. You can't give your best to the Lord if you are unhealthy, if you, you know what I mean? If you're not taking care of yourself. So yes, to, I want to present myself to my spouse as something to look at, something to be excited about, something to be into, right? Like I want you to look at me and think I am the prettiest girl. I want you to, you know, look at me in those ways. Like that's what I want to see happen. And then you obviously the same for me. And so I know that I am going to present myself to you in a certain way. I'm going to care about what you think is pretty and what you want to see, right? Like, because I, I want to do that for you. You know, that is a way to serve you. At the same time, um, I'm, you know, not going to sit around and eat the things I want to eat and do the things I want to do. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to be like, number one, I'm not glorifying God in that because he did not create us to just sit around stuffing bonbons down our face all day long and being lazy and doing nothing, right? Like that's not my purpose. I'm not serving the Lord when that's what I'm doing. I'm not giving him my best when I am just letting myself go. Everything's gross. You know, I'm just letting all that. And then I'm not giving my spouse the best of what I could when I don't take care of myself in a simple way. And that can be Obviously, I like the effects of losing weight and getting a little more toned and in shape when I'm doing things, but it's also making me internally healthier, you know, in all of the things. And I want that because if God will give you and I 120 years on this earth together, well, I want to get to enjoy as many of them as I can with you. And we're going to enjoy one another, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, whatever, if we're healthy and can continue on. I mean, Americans are some of the most unhealthy people on the entire planet. We're seeing the movie Wally come to life all over the place. So it is worthwhile to, you know, make those decisions, make those lifestyle changes, which yes, come with some, you know, physical bonuses as well, but take care of ourselves while not turning it into an idol. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, it's a fine line. But when you see people who, I feel like the loudest voices are one of the two extremes. Oh, so the loudest, your mic's off. The loudest are either, he's now. over there talking, can't hear him. So the loudest are either this dude that we played at the intro who is completely on one side, or you have the backlash on the other side of, you know, women, you there's no shame. You do whatever you want. You don't even worry about it. He can, you know, sit down and shut up. And then we get surprised when our husband's sleeping with a secretary. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there is that extreme of it. Like if you consistently deny your spouse, you let yourself go, you don't give him your best. Well, it's just giving him, putting him in a position to make his mind munder because of something that you're doing intentionally. 
Yeah. Or, you know, I mean. And especially in a world where that type sexual sin abounds, like you would not believe that even some of the best of Christian men, you know what I mean? Like you continue to, to push that, to push that, to push that. You're shoving him into sin and then get surprised when he succumbs to it. Right. Uh, Again, it doesn't make it right and it doesn't take the responsibility away from him, but. You do have to understand that you will be, I mean. You know, just like what what would a fair trial be to that? Yeah. You know, in in, in this, I think this comes from. Um, you know, I don't think we know this personally. I don't. I don't think this <laughs> you're is asking, necessary. You're saying that like it's a question. Well, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying scared to, to know I'm what you're going to say. Think. I'm like, no, we didn't ever have this issue particularly ever at any point. But I think, well, I mean, there, well. Sort of, not not with you just thinking something of yourself, but you just pulling back for other reasons, um, for whatever they were. I don't remember at the time, like I don't, whatever. It's it been was. a lot of issues, a lot of yeah, years. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, you were probably mad at me. It was probably <laughs> honestly what it was. But um, you're just putting him in a position where that could be that could come out in an argument, you know, or or, or if something came down. You know, he's like, he could mention, well, okay, I'm not, you know, it, you don't, you're not intimate at any point. Whenever I try to do anything, you're not yeah. there mentally. You're not there anything for me. Um, you know, so of course, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just do nothing? And this is where, you know, you start asking yourself, well, could I have done something better? Did I need to have... Why do I have these issues in our uh, in our marriage? And that's where you you can't hold those types of things back because that can put them in a position to let their minds wander and vice versa. Well, it's not that difficult to say, hey, if we stopped feeding our dogs, we literally gave our dogs nothing to eat. Eventually, they're going to eat the cat. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like eventually, eventually something's gonna, going so, to happen. Something's going to die. And, they're, and they're not gonna... you know, as mad as I might be at the dogs. Because what they did was wrong, I kind of can't be too surprised that that's exactly what happened, right? And again, it's not making excuse. It's not putting blame on the wrong part or anything like that. It's just that common sense of like, I feel like too often in our culture and honestly in the church, including a lot of quote unquote Christian um, marriage seminar thing you know what I mean and stuff like that that we've watched before we've seen many things like that and they kind of put this like well you know women you you make sure that you show him you know what you want you know what I mean like we've just seen those Christian seminars and you're like eh that's not quite accurate either so then we talk about this you know I don't know just this give and take and it's like no we have to understand that we're we are here to do something. And when you have a spouse, it means, right? Why do you think the Apostle Paul says, hey, this is why I stay single because then I don't have to worry about any of this because once you have a spouse, then you have someone else that you have to be concerned about and and doing things for. And so when you think of this of like, hey, you know, I... I have a spouse. I have a spouse that I need to please and I need to please in various different ways, right? Some of them being the physical intimate parts of that. You you only get that in one relationship. So obviously that is a very important factor for that relationship. So am I giving my spouse the best of me in all of the ways, including the physical, including the intimate? Um, and again, am I 
expecting the same, like, am I expecting the same uh, things from my spouse and giving him the same amount of grace that I hope he gives me? Because mm-hmm. that's the other part of it, right? So like this guy, the way he's talking about, like, I'm looking at it going, I cannot even imagine what his poor wife must go through, right? Him laughing with his buddies about how they get a weight put on him that's the divorce weight. You know, you hit that and go over, we can get a divorce. So you're telling me that you're the weight that she wants you to be at? She's set a weight limit for you that she gets to divorce you, right? Is that that same measure you've then given her? Because that's how scripture works. Right. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But you... Or is she showing you grace so you should show her grace? <laughs> right? Yeah. I think okay, one important point, too, I think that you said, well, you did say just a minute ago was, that you need to develop eyes for your wife yep. or your spouse. I mean, you obviously, you know, we alluded to this at first, but you obviously had eyes for them at some point. There, where did you lose them? Yeah. And you shouldn't at any point because you grow with that person. You grow in understanding. You grow in, in all of these things, and it should stay the same. Um, again, I know from personal experience, like I said, I don't want you to look like you you did then i like the way that you look now and i don't have any kind of standard that i hold you to 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 say that hey this is too much but if you were sitting around on the couch not doing anything just constantly eating bonbons and dunkin donuts and whatever else then you know yeah showering I, I, once a week yeah, not, not putting showering on your clothes. hairs all you know nasty you've got your ugg boots on all the time looking like <laughs> i'm Yeti. wearing ugg boots right now <laughs> <laughs> you are. I am. Look, I'm she dead. is wearing a boots right now, too. It's cold. It, it is cold. But see, there's understanding. I may not like the hug boots, but. I'm glad we're not doing I've a video picked, of oh this man, right I've now. Made, oh, man. I've, I've, I've put myself in a position no, where but, okay. so many No, but I shared now. this before. You so know, many women are angry about the hug boots. <laughs> so many are now. mad. They've just shut it off by now. No, but I mean, we made this before where I, um, it's been, oh gosh, four-ish plus, something like that years ago where, um, well, I guess it's been, yeah, closer to five where I stopped wearing, I mean, I've never been a huge makeup wear like I'm not like coated in it but I stopped for a long time wearing makeup at all I wore nothing and um, we had talked about it remember when I was like hey I think I'm gonna stop just putting anything on like we live out in the country you know I don't need to do all that whatever and you're like yeah okay I mean I don't love you just because of makeup you know <laughs> like I, I like the face underneath it too um so I had stopped wearing makeup for the longest time. And then when I got pregnant with Olivia and had to start going in for doctor's appointments, I have some very serious um, issues when it comes to how I feel I am viewed whenever I am pregnant. And I think a lot of that just comes from being a teen mom and, you know, me having issues I struggled to try to get past but um you know so I whenever I would go to a doctor's appointment I would make sure I had on like a full face of makeup and all of the things like I wanted people to think that I was the most put together person and not just you know some teenager having a baby because I have issues and you had made the comment one time and you're like dang I gotta meet who this doctor is you get all dressed up every time you go in there Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I was like wow you're right like I didn't even think of it in that right but I haven't put on anything, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of 
spruced myself up a little bit. You know, <laughs> I just look the same every day, which again, not that you have a problem with the way I look, but the point was that I was putting extra effort into going to meeting with my female midwife than I was right. with you know, being in front of my husband every single day um, because of my own insecurities and my own issues, you know, I was putting that above. And um, it was ever since that day moving forward, I now get up and get ready every morning. Not that I even wear a ton of makeup, but I put a little bit of effort into myself to present you with something that I hope you enjoy looking at and think of and think is pretty, you know, and all of that because, and I probably ask you far too much because I'm always like, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> Am I pretty today? Do you I think I'm no pretty? <laughs> I have zero complaints. Tell me you think I, I'm pretty. You don't nice. love me and I know it. And I mean, of course, I would... I, that's my goal is to stay as well as I possibly can and look as good as I possibly can offer. And that should be each other's goals for each other. And yeah. you should hold each other to, to that. Um, you know, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, there's no set of, of agreed upon, you know, rules that that fits in. That's just. You, you you both as a couple know that. Well, and I think to summarize yeah, all of this, right. it's uh, hopefully this encourages you. Maybe you've never thought about this from various aspects, yeah, right? Maybe. I, I just, I pray that it does help some people. Well, because because of, I pray that it just encourages you to have a conversation with your spouse. And maybe you've never asked them this and I before. And I, I know this is something that comes up. Because like you said, I wouldn't do this topic by myself, but I do know that this is one that needs to be talked about because a lot of people have questions about it. Yeah, and, and I think to ask, you know, it's okay to ask your spouse, hey, what... Do you, you know, what, what do you like for me to wear male and female, right? Like ask your, your husband or your wife, Hey, what do you like for me to wear? Do you like when I, do you like my hair like this? Do you like, you know, whatever. It's one thing to ask that. It's another thing to ask the, the deeper questions though, of what intim intimately do you want from me? What intimately don't you get from me? Mm. That's a scary question that I don't think yeah, many of us want to ask. That's the, it's like, Mainly oh my because gosh, we, now I got to do what he wants. I know, but then it's <laughs> like, what maybe, maybe you know what their answer yeah. is and you just don't want to have to deal with it. So you ignore it like it isn't there, but ask, you know, what Skip intimately. Would, and that works both ways. It works both ways. That works both what ways. What would you like to see? Do you feel like you are getting your fill? Right. right? Um, but have that honest conversation and then, but that's that point of it, but then be willing to do what the other one wants. Right. Yeah. So if your spouse says, yeah, I don't feel like I am. Well, dang it. That means it's up to you to try to help fix that problem to the best of your ability. Right. That's also for the other one though, to have grace and understanding if you just can't ever get to whatever the, you know, dream scenario is. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're both giving your best, then you both should have the same level of grace and understanding that that person is giving their best. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, so, yeah. And I guess to summarize this too, I guess just the whole thing, I think guys just in general too get away with a lot more and there's a higher standard held for women. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's more important for women well, to look. Well, because now the dad bought you know, the cool like, thing everybody yeah, wants, it's like but nobody, I have to be Melania Trump over here. Right, right. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on. So, I th but I think that's where um, I think that's where it should be. I think I, I don't think a guy should should have any issue with that if he's not going to hold himself to the same type of standard of what he wants. 
Um, you know, I don't think that, you know, fine. If you want something like that, well, then you better, you know, then why don't you work hard enough to, to achieve it yourself? Yeah. Um, and, and I, again, I don't think that's necessarily a correct attitude to have, but it, it, in the honest, you know, if, in the honesty of it. Yeah. Um, and just being blunt for guys, if you're going to say that about your wife or, you know, then you need to hold yourself to that same standard then. Yeah. If that's the game um, you want to play. You know, by, and I don't, then. <laughs> I don't think we, you know, I don't think guys need to hold yourself by any kind of standard. I think that you need to do what you can stay healthy. The same thing for women, do what you can stay healthy and, and age gracefully together. Realize that these aiming things, to please please one another right, through it. That, right, that's and it. I think that's that you you as you age, you just age with each other together, and the wrinkles and the stretch marks and the in the you know the bigger blotches of places, and you know I think you just kind of grow with those with each other, and just um, realize that you know none of this is about you know uh, physical appearance. It, it really isn't. I mean, that's just something that, that humans Because there's always to. a hard this issue with you know, it. Overall, this is our wife that the Lord gave us to care for and to love as the church. And this is the husband that you are given to care for and to love. Um, in this relationship, in this marriage that we're in, it's, it represents the love that Christ, the, the, that the Lord has in us. So um, it's something that we treat with respect, I think, on both sides. But at the same point, if there are certain things that your spouse would really like to see not exist anymore, minus your Ugg boots, because sometimes it gets cold. (laughs) Minus the Ugg boots. (laughs) Minus the Ugg boots that I'm currently wearing that my husband just said he wish he could never see again. Um, Make the rest of yourself so attractable that he doesn't notice the Ugg boots. Maybe that's the trick (laughs) in all of it. But I think be willing to understand if you're going to ask these questions, hey, what do you like that I wear? What do you like that I don't wear? Do you like when I do this with my hair or do this with my makeup or don't do this or whatever? Be willing then to take those responses and say, okay, I guess that means I get rid of those sweatpants or I start wearing dresses or I throw away all the basketball shorts unless it's for sleep, right? Maybe, maybe we, (laughs) maybe we sit down and we make those changes and you know, you start to not live in jerseys and, um, not just wearing ratty old yoga pants all the time. You know what I mean? Like then be ready to take those steps, to do those things, to continue to, you know, quote unquote, date your spouse, but give them the best of you, give them the things that they desire and it's amazing how much romance i think is really in that that's where you find real romance that's where you find those things when you know you're doing it because you love the other person so much and you want to give them let's end on the modesty we haven't even we we didn't talk about that this whole thing but like okay so regardless of looks like modesty here is the issue i shouldn't know how how toned that you are or how untoned (laughs) that you are really i shouldn't I should, you should be wearing clothes that fit. I fit mean, in cover and don't draw fit in cover and don't. I mean, and, and yes, we do be legalistic with these things. We've done many podcasts because on it. we have, specific and, and it's not legal. So. It's not legalism. It's a lot of it is just common sense in the culture, in the world that we live in today. Um, and you know, again, I shouldn't see your every move and every, you know, your every curve and every little thing. And you should, as a, for a guy too, you don't need to be wearing medium shirts. You don't need to be wearing, you know, <laughs> tight pants that make, you know, everything look yeah, more defined, you know, men can like be just as immodest down, as women. Oh, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that, that guys can do as well too. 
Um, you know, that's it's completely it's it's not something that you need to do. Wear pants that fit. Wear shirts that fit. Wear, you know, um, and, and be modest. Don't don't dress like not. Don't dress like the world. Basically, <laughs> that's, that's basically anything that's out there. But be willing um, to know and understand what it is that your spouse likes, and there's a time and a place for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we beat this one to death. Hopefully, everybody gets our Hopefully. point, and we don't just have a bunch of really I, angry again. Comments, you want you are the one that drove yes, me. Yes, anybody, here. any women who are upset, it is not Brandon's fault. I forced this whole thing upon it, and. Uh, uh, I, well, please deal with me with grace because I told y'all <laughs> that it's okay that you're, you know, y'all look fine. <laughs> Everybody is okay. As as, you know, Go give not... your spouse your best. Enjoy. Have fun. And that, that's it. Yep. All right.